Um, well, here's the thing with Star Wars. Did did and you enjoyed it? I don't uh, want to give in. I thought it was all right. I think we've all probably seen it. Who's ever going to see it by now, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. So you take Han Solo and uh, Princess Leia, and they have a special needs child <laughs> that they've ignored, <laughs> and because that kid turns into a weird fucking school shooter. Han Solo just goes back to the way he acted 40 years ago. Yeah. Hanging out with the same dog, wearing the <laughs> same clothes. How the fuck? You know, like, hey, I can't handle this kid. Fuck it. I'm just going to go back and just start running. He really dope again. did just yeah. abandon yeah. his special needs kid. Yeah. And everybody wonders why he's so fucked up. Yeah, his dad is shit. His yeah. dad is shit. A shitty dad. Yeah. But not, like that. not only that, when Spoiler Alert's wife, I guess ex-wife, uh, found out that he was dead, she just went like this. Mm. <laughs> I mean, yeah. she she had the kind of reaction you had. Yeah, there was, it wasn't really yeah. that big mm. a deal to anybody. Mm. Anyone. Yeah. Well, the two kids who had never met him before, they screamed and cried. They were, they, yeah. they were like, oh! And the dog. Yeah, the, well, the dog. <laughs> the dog got a little upset. The dog felt bad for a minute. Yes. You know, and then just went back to driving. But then didn't that seem incredibly sad? No, like the dog is driving by themselves. What's up, buddies? <laughs> the dog! Yep. That's the best. <laughs> He's oh. hanging out with the dog. Oh, my God. Oh, shit, that was good. <laughs> I love the last line where it's all, it's sad because the dog is driving by himself. <laughs> Look, well, the dog is sad. Yeah. So yeah, oh, God. I know I know it's been a while since that movie came out, and we did the Star Wars stuff a few weeks ago. But I wanted to put that on somewhere. Oh, that was so good. That, what is that from? That is uh, that's a comedian. His name is Ron Bennington. Okay. He has a uh, radio show on. I guess it's, he still has a show. I think on Sirius nice. XM Radio. I don't know. It, it used to be on a show called the Ron and Fez Show. Uh, okay. But he's uh, he's doing a show there with Anthony Cumia, who got fired from Opie Opie and Anthony because he's racist. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, I don't tend to. Uh, it's a little, little, little much. <laughs> but, but it's still an amazing clip. But I heard the and, clip uh, with for the all Star. You listeners, we are not talking about Star Wars today, so don't get too excited. No, this show has nothing to do with Star Wars. Uh, it does have some to do with the eighties, but yes, uh, it does. actually nineties. 90s yeah. and, and last week. <laughs> oh God! But uh, it's the mezzanine sleepover. This is uh, I was ep- wondering what you've clicked on to listen to. <laughs> yeah, this is episode thirty-three. Thirty trays. Yes, d- double trays. Yeah. <laughs> we should have celebrated uh, eleven episodes ago with double deuces. <laughs> double deuces, double trays. Uh, I oh, okay. Anyway, I am. Uh, I am at, at megamix dot com. I am at slip with five eyes. Perfect. And uh, today, we've been doing. We did music last week. 
It's been a while since we did. Well, I guess we, it's been a while since we did a good old fashioned television review. Yeah, we did a, t- a TV kind of focused show where we played clips. That's not happening today. We're reviewing a couple of ter- a couple of terrible shows. So what happened was um, we were floating out ideas as we normally do. We're like, what what would the listeners love? And 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 to continue sending us great feedback. Yeah, it's like when we get in the writers' room, we start tossing around ideas. Exactly. Yeah. And so I came up with a couple of shows that I felt like we would review, and and so I actually prepared for those two shows, and yep. then something happened that kind of superseded one of those shows and, and bumped it. Yeah. Because it's something that I think we have to talk about as well. Yes. And that would be the uh, the Full House reboot that was launched in Netflix yep. last week. So we plan to um, do a Save by the Bell episode, which we will talk about today. And you had thought uh, there was a, a Degrassi episode? Yeah, 20 bucks. Yeah, we were going to watch that one and we were going to review it. And then uh, last week... Uh, I sat down and I was, my wife and I, she says to me, you got to watch this with, like, I, I watched Fuller House, the first episode, and just come and watch it. And I got 10 minutes in and we were like, I was like, shut it off, please. Had she watched it already? Yes. So she watched it and then she was like, I want you to see this. She's like, you got to see how bad, and she was doing it like it's really bad. And, but she was tricking me, you know, because she's tricky like that. <laughs> she's like, she subjects it to me as kind of a, as kind of a nasty prank. And I was like, turn it off. And then I tweeted that I watched it 10 minutes and I wanted to die. And so then you saw that and we kind of had a little thing and we're like, well, let's review it. So then I had to go fucking watch it. <laughs> that's, that's my trick. We're not reviewing it actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Woo. So then, you know, my wife and I made her watch the rest of it. And of course... Then I got her back. So it all worked out in the end. So that's what we're doing today. We're reviewing a couple of TV shows. Do you want to start? One from 1990 and one from 2016. Do you want to start with this Fuller House thing? Let's start with Fuller House. All right. So if, again, for those of you that don't know, uh, so Full House, which was this show uh, in the late 80s and and early 90s, uh, pretty much, I mean, everybody from that show, I guess, what, Stamos, obviously. Went yep. somewhere. The the Olsen twins. The Olsen twins went uh, went on to success in many different ways. Uh, first on their own as child stars with their own movies, and then on to into the fashion world, and have been extremely successful. John Stamos was on several TV shows and and achieved success. Um, Bob Bob Saget has had a successful stand up career. Yeah, yeah, uh, and did all those fucking America's funniest assholes shows. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Coulier didn't do much. Nope. Uh, he, I mean, he did stand up as well, and well, he, uh, he, he, um, if mythology would be correct, he became the subject of an Alas Morissette song. Yes. Yep. Uh, uh, the uh, Candace Cameron married uh, Pavel Bure's brother. Yep. Valerie Bure and became like a big time Christian. Yeah, it became insufferable like her brother. And and uh, uh, what's her name? Stephanie. Um, uh, oh, what's her fucking name? What's her, oh, uh, Sweeten. Jody, Jody Sweeten. Jody Sweeten. There you go. Got into what? Crack? Like she yep. she was fucked up. <laughs> she was fucked up for a while, but uh, she seems to be okay now. Yes. Well, well healthy. Healthy anyway. Yeah. There's, there's some, I have some issues, but... Uh, Okay, so Full House. Um, so we all know okay. Full House. I mean, obviously, like a lot of people know Full House. So then they rebooted it, right? Yeah. Okay, so a little background, Full House. Um, 
personally myself, I probably watched a little bit. My cousins were into it. Uh, my 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 uh, my girl cousins loved it, so I watched it. Um, I was not like a Full House super fan. Um, I, I tolerated it. I eventually I never watched it, um, but I, I I definitely knew episodes, and I you know we could always make jokes. I knew all the jokes. You know, you knew that the Beach Boys were always on. <laughs> you knew about fucking Comet. Air and, you know, fucking Gibbler and all that bullshit. So we know that. So that's, for me, it was a show that I knew that I watched uh, casually. I, I was a fan. I, I wa- Like, up, up until about, I guess they did eight seasons. Something like that. So I was trying to rewatch it not too long ago on Netflix, and I made it to about season four, and, and then that's when it started to get less familiar. Basically, once you know, once they introduce too many babies into the show, it's just like, all right, enough. Enough with the babies, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so, but, but you know, enough where you know all the classics, like when fucking Stephanie drives a car in the garage and doesn't get in trouble. Yeah. Yep. It's like they talk it out. Fuck that. <laughs> or I wanted to turn it off. I'm like, you drove the car in the garage. Fuck you. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So I, but, but. I was genuinely, I wasn't, I wouldn't say excited, but I was genuinely interested in seeing what they do with this reboot. Okay. And so the idea here is that they they have the same house. Yes. You know, like a modernized version of the same place. And uh, Danny Tanner still owns it, the dad. Yeah. And his daughter, his oldest daughter, DJ, has married. And her husband, his last name is Fuller. Oh no! I didn't even catch that. Yeah. So her last Fuck. name. Yeah. So her last name is Fuller, and so they call the show Fuller House. So I can't make fun of the name being grammatically incorrect. Okay, there we go. So that's out of the way. So then the idea is that uh, after her husband dies, he was a firefighter. Of course he was. And uh, and died. So she moves back into the house because she has three sons, and of course. One's a teenager, one's a uh, kind of a you know a eight nine year old, and yep. one's a baby. As as you love clearly. Yes, and uh, <laughs> and then there's a uh, basically the idea is that the whole family's back for this first show, so all yes. all of them are there except for the Olsen twins. Yes, and uh, she they overhear her kind of freaking out because they're all everyone's supposed to be moving on, and we'll talk about this. Yes, but uh, but then there's there's the decision by her sister Stephanie and by her best friend Kimmy Gibbler to move in with her and help her raise the kids, mirroring yes. when Danny Tanner's brother-in-law, yes. his free-wheeling brother-in-law, and his goofy best friend, friend. yeah, move, move in, in with him to help with his three daughters. Yeah, so oh, so the, the levels of of genius and and creativity are cl- are, are showing. In, in the way that they constructed this show, I must say. Uh, Jeff Franklin wrote this, so the same guy. Yep. Uh, so should I just go through some notes Let's here? go through it. You have the notes, and I'm going to sprinkle in my thoughts, because I, I, um, I will be right out of the gate. I fucking hated this. I fucking <laughs> hated it. I don't For have... Many- I don't have, uh, actually, like, a lot of plot lines. I kind of remember. I just wrote notes on when things happened with... Yeah, uh, co- great. Let's go for some, it. Some sad faces. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So first of all, um, there's a baby. There's a baby yep. in the kitchen, and then uh, Danny Tanner pops up from behind the counter. You big applause, of course. Yeah, and then basically they use this scene to like every every, every character gets their moment where they walk into the scene and explain to, to everybody else 
what they're doing with their lives. Yes. So that the audience knows. Instead of like using some creative ways of weaving it into the storyline, they just have to state it. Hey, look at me. I am this. Well, there was there was a lot. I, I, I now I have to know how. I want, oh, it's it's Uncle Jesse, where he literally says, "Let's not forget about my new job." <laughs> and then he's producing music. Oh God damn it! Yeah. So Jesse, and it's like okay. So in the thirty years since the last Full House, no one's changed. Like Jesse still loves Elvis. Of course he does. Like, what have you been obsessed with for thirty years? Oh God! Not Full House. That's for fucking. Joey shit. comes out and he does a Bullwinkle impression. I know. And then they reveal that Joey has like a residency of stand up going on in Las Vegas. And I'm like, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck that. Like, Dave Coulier couldn't even do that. <laughs> Who would. And, and Joey, whatever the fuck, is, is not even like, probably, he's terrible. He was terrible in 19, like, 90. Yes. He was doing outdated Bullwinkle jokes and fucking Popeye. (laughs) (laughs) Like, just stuff that's so out of date. And now he's still doing it. And it's like, yeah, right. I'm going to go to Vegas and see fucking Joey. Joey Gladstone. (laughs) The the Joey show, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So that that was fucking horse shit. Um, Danny and Rebecca have have a talk show. I guess they've been doing the talk show for 30 years. Yes. They've been doing a morning talk show in San Francisco called Wake Up San Francisco. And now years? and now they're moving to LA because they're going to be nationally syndicated. It took them 30 years to get a promotion. 30 years. <laughs> and and again, just the genius writing and I guess they kind of made it like it was a joke, but it, it kind of wasn't where they're like our new show is called Wake Up USA. Oh, Jesus. It's like it's like you can it's a joke because it's such a bad joke and it's almost like i guess jeff franklin was just like you know i can really just get away with anything yeah because if it's bad it could be like well we're purposely being goofy well exactly uh the worst of all the jokes is that when the whole family gathers yeah in the kitchen and they've all kind of done their like what have we been up to yeah of course missing from it are the olsen twins which is one character yes uh michelle yeah. So of course, growing up, these two twins shared the role of, of the youngest child. Yeah. So they decided not to participate in this show. Well, they were fucking smart. <laughs> so I'm telling you. So the whole cast makes a reference to, oh well, you know, Michelle can't be here because she's running her fashion empire in New York. And then the whole cast all looks at the camera, just breaks the fourth wall. Terrible. To thunderous applause. <sighs> in fact, you know what? That wasn't that was probably the least worst part of the show. It was kind of like, all right, you got it out of the way, fine. You know, you had to do it. And it was kind of funny. But that's about it for me. Like, that's where it ends. Um, also annoying, and this this whole fucking first scene. Like, half my notes are this first scene. Yeah. Stephanie has a UK, like a British accent. Ugh. Like, the joke is I that, don't... here's another one. It's like, okay, so Stephanie now has spent, she's, she's a DJ. Ugh. And the joke is that she. She's DJ Tanner. It's just it's just not funny. Which is her sister's name. Yeah. And she is in Britain, so the big joke is that she has adopted the accent and now has come back with the accent. You know what the funny thing about this is? Is that there are people that fucking do this. And I, I know someone who did this. 
<laughs> and I heard of it, and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And they were like, no. She came back from Britain and was talking in Britain. Madonna fucking did it. Yes. And it's like, fucking douchebags do this. <laughs> it was a terrible way to have her, like, be there. It's like, right out of the gate, you, you like, I'm like, so she's a fucking loser. Basically. <laughs> she's not very likable. No! And she's going to be one of the characters, like, the, the the gist of the show is that most, like, all of the, uh, you know, all of the characters who were the adults in the original show, they're yeah. going to make cameos, but they're essentially not a part of it. The no. show is focused on who the, the, you know, the kids, so DJ and Stephanie and Kimmy Gibbler, who are now, you know, in their 20s and 30s. And Stephanie, one of the main characters of the show, is so unlikable. I know. She loves to party. She fucking sleeps in all the time. Yeah. She, she has this fake ass accent. Yeah. Uh, oh, ugh. It was, I, I immediately was like, I can't fucking watch her. <laughs> I just can't. Um, Kimmy Gibbler shows up. Uh, that was DJ's best friend. Another one where she's just like, I'm an event planner now. I know. That's and just the line. You know this. So she weave it in some other way. Well, it's like, has she just not been around? Like, have they not seen her this whole time? Like, I assume they have. You'd think so, right? Yes. And you'd think that they would, even if they didn't, if they were still, like, really good friends, they it's not like you walk in and you're like, I'm working in Toronto now. It's like, I fucking know it. <laughs> you know, why are you saying this? <laughs> like, think, what? Why couldn't they have someone, like, a side character that no one knows and be like, oh, what are you up to now? Oh, I'm doing this. Or it's like, oh, you know, at my job. When I'm event planning, I'm do this is happening, and they don't even do that. No, it's like just blatant. Oh God, the, the laziness. Um, there's these there's these three boys that yep. that that DJ has three boys. Yeah. Um, I don't really get a sense for the older one, and the babies no. and the baby's the baby. Yeah. This middle child. I know. Oh my God. Like, overacting, you know, just the whole, like, where instead of just, like, talking, you have to, like, shout all your lines. Uh, and, and, like, clearly they're trying to position this kid to, like, be something. Yep. He's just obnoxious. And then, of course, the writing again, he makes two Donald Trump jokes. Uh, they make Donald uh, Trump jokes. So bad. It's, oh, my God. Oh God! I, I don't even. I, I have no. I have no words. I wrote Donald Trump jokes and then just put a sad face next to it. <laughs> and the crowd. And the crowd again. Like this is one where it's not just like your normal um, laugh track. No, it's like thunderous laughs They're for the Donald Trump. Like it's yeah. It's like oh, they got him, <laughs> Donald Trump. <laughs> um, At least that's fucking topical, though. At least yes. There's not much topical in this fucking show. That no. was at least a topical joke. You had Elvis and fucking Bullwinkle and and, and, and and a fucking DJ who was in Britain. Like, that's straight out of, like, 2001. Yep. <laughs> and at least the joke about Donald Trump was like, okay, Donald Trump is like, it's like a big fucking thing right now. So, okay, I'll give him that. So they're all, by the way, they're all back in the house because DJ has been living there since her husband died. The rest of them are back because... Uh, Danny is selling the house and he's moving to L.A. They're all moving to L.A. All the adults are moving to L.A. Except for Joey because he's a fucking star in Vegas. Just total, yeah. complete <laughs> fucking horse shit. The regular Celine Dion. 
Um, here we go. Okay, so then there's a scene in the uh, girl's old bedroom where the baby is. Yeah. Where Stephanie holds the baby and makes a fucking tit joke. Oh, Jesus. Like, she's holding the baby and she's like, uh, my eyes are up here. Fucking disgusting. And and says, what is it, like, this dairy is closed? I fucking, like, why? Like, oh, my God. For for whatever reason. I guess. Because she has big breasts. You know, like, I don't know. Well, they gotta, Again, they gotta write that in, right? I mean, I mean, the, her wardrobe was 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 not helping the cause. Well, they they dress up for this party. This their dad's like going away party. Yes. <laughs> and her fucking dress is barely covering her chest. Fucking ridiculous. Which again, like, I guess wear what you want to wear, but it's your dad's going away party. Yeah. I mean, I don't really <laughs> care, but it's just like it. It doesn't. It kind of doesn't make sense. No. And it, that's the problem. It really doesn't. Uh, they do some other introductions in this one. So I guess Kimmy Gibbler was married. Yes. And she's basically married to, I just wrote the stereotype. Well, yeah. It's, what's his name? Fernando. Fernando Hernandez Guerrero Fernandez Guerrero. Like, what the fuck is that? It's like, let's do every fucking joke that we can about this guy being, uh, I guess he's Spanish. He's Latino. Yeah, so it's like, okay, so... What what what? Let's go over the fucking checklist, okay? Too many names. Yep. Uh, cheats on his yep. wife. Speaks yep. speaks passionately all the time. Ugh. Uh, is oblivious to everything around him. Terrible. It's just like this. I just wrote like Fernando, the walking stereotype. Yeah. And then they have a daughter. Yep. And she has to be kind of like a, a bit of a stereotype as well. Yeah, of course. You know, just the whole like, oh, I'm the, I'm the one that rolls my eyes at the whole situation, but eventually I'm gonna grow to love <laughs> everything that I'm involved in. <laughs> yeah, like course. it's like, oh, I'm too cool for this fucking scene, but then of course I become part of the scene as my as I mellow out over the course of the show. <laughs> <laughs> so we set Best that up. Ever. Yeah, so we set that up, right? Yep. Um, we also set up that uh, DJ's old boyfriend. Because that happens. Of course. Her old high school boyfriend is just hanging out with them. He just shows up. And he's got, and I guess he took the dog because now he's got the fucking dog. And again, such witty writing. Their old dog is called Comet. So now we're down to Comet Junior Junior. Like, oh, I I just wanted to fucking barf. (laughs) Eat it. The dog is pregnant. Goddamn Steve has Comet. Are you fucking kidding me? A DJ's a vet. I know vet. it's not the same dog, but still, it's like, in what world? <laughs> and DJ's a vet, right? So uh, she has to help the dog give birth, I guess. Or the dog's pregnant, and later she helps to give birth. And of course, it's fucking Full House, so it's gotta, you got to have a dog, and it's got to be having puppies, and it's a big fucking deal. Fuck off! <laughs> You're pretty happy about this. No, I, I, I hated every minute of it. So they have this party, and uh, a few things happen. It's the party's in the living room, by the way. Stephanie is the DJ. Oh, and this is where we turned it off the first time. Oh boy! This is about thirteen minutes in, maybe twelve minutes in. So you didn't see the dance the first time. Well, we saw it and we turned it off. <laughs> Do you want to describe it? Well, okay. So I, I and, and correct me if I'm getting off. So she's a DJ, right? Yeah. So you're like, you know, in a normal world, some a DJ who would kind of tour around and go to Britain and be kind of attain some notoriety. 
You would think it would be like a good DJ. <laughs> but she does she she plays fucking New Kids on the Block. Yes, she does. And they all fucking dance. They dance. Not only do they dance, like it's not like they just go to the dance floor and dance. No, they do the right stuff dance for the, the fucking video. All the ladies do like this coordinated right stuff dance. Yeah, because it's funny that they all grew up listening to New Kids on the Block. So let's do a callback to it by doing a dance. And then the guys are all like goofy dancing. Ugh. It was. It. It's just. It, it was. It was. It just. It's. It's. It's intelligence. It's intelligence insulting. <laughs> <laughs> at, at like even the lowest level of intelligence how uh, do you not watch that and just cringe like for the rest of the time you're watching it Terrible. uh what else happens at this party does anything else happen oh uh there's a spill and the middle child all loves cleaning <laughs> so he of bonds with, and so he bonds with danny who also loves cleaning because you know you can't have these characters have their own personalities no of course he's got to be just like his grandfather yes exactly the same you know, because that's just how it goes. Um, we didn't skip over the, the the other awful part, did we? I don't know. Tell me about it. Have we have we gotten to the to the song yet? Oh, that's at the party too. Okay, yes. So we're at this party, and they fucking sing that fucking song, the Beach Boys song that 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 uh, Uncle Jesse and the Rippers covered. By the way, the Rippers are there. <laughs> That was awesome that the Rippers were there. Like, can you imagine if if you you fucking hosted a party and it's yeah. all just hanging out in the background, yacht holding their instruments? I know, right? It'd be like, oh, here's Asphalt Death here to play with me. They're not even part of the party. They're just there. Yeah, they're just... Well, no, but they have their instruments at hand. Yeah, they're ready to play should they be called upon to play. <laughs> yes. Forever. And- and so then... And, and it's play just... Forever. Again, there's no, there's no organic introduction of the song. It's just Stephanie going, and now my Uncle Jesse should sing forever. <laughs> and they just sing this terrible song from Full House. That's terrible. And, yeah, I, I again, I, when I watched it the second time, I wanted to die again. Because <laughs> it was bad. It was bad. That shit was bad back then. It's terrible now. So they sing this song, and they have clips... Uh, they, do not, clips? they do no. not. They do not put clips at this part. Okay, good. Okay. No, they get just get me back on track. No, but but I do love how you know Jesse sings the first part, and then the whole room all bursts into the chorus, all in perfect harmony. Well, it's fucking famous track. Well, you know what? A, it's a famous track, and secondly, I'm sure it's the only fucking thing they've sung for the last thirty years. So <laughs> they probably are good at it. Because <laughs> fucking rippers. I love Jesse and their rippers because like they have none of their own songs. They're just no. they're they're like they're like a cover band all, yeah. all the time. That's all they are. They're, 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 they're covering fucking they're, they're a cover band. That's all they've ever done. Oh god. For like 30, for 30 years. Oh my god. Um so yeah, that's the party. Yep. And uh, I guess they have a good time. I don't know. Um, and then it's like Okay, and now we're gonna leave. <laughs> yeah, now the next day they're gonna leave. Um, Danny's just like uh, he's got the house on the market. Yep, it's a house in San Francisco. He's gonna make good coin on this house. Oh yeah. Um, this is the part then where you know we've kind of established where everybody's at and everything's just kind of cool. DJ's yep. a little apprehensive because she has to find a place and raise the boys now by herself as a single mom. Yep. And then we get the scene where it's just like, okay, let's just out of nowhere, like, really dial up the urgency on on DJ's character. Right, uh, like episode one. 
like you know, fifteen minutes in, we got seven minutes left. So it's like okay, so right now we're apprehensive. Now we're gonna go to the next scene, and it's just bedlam. Like that's what we're gonna do. Yeah. There's no build to it. It's just like okay, in the next, you know, the next day, the baby has an earache. Yes. And she's taking care of that, and. Her other kids need shit, and she's still trying to find a place to live, and everybody's leaving, and then Steve shows up with the goddamn dog who needs help giving birth. Yes. Right? Yep. And so it's just like, and everybody needs DJ, so she's so she's losing her shit. She is. They go to the backyard, and the dog's giving birth, and this is the time where the middle child is like, we can have a puppy! Fucking I, by the way, <laughs> You know, and, and like... Is obnoxiously like like bothering his mom for a dog as the, the, yep. the as the dogs are like dropping out of this fucking mom because <laughs> that's the time right. Yep. So he's like he's like begging for the dog and she fucking loses it there and then she has to go take care of the baby and uh, she kind of like she kind of snaps at everybody. Yep. And uh, goes upstairs and is talking to the the baby. Yep. And uh, crying, and everybody hears her on the baby monitor downstairs. Well, then that, they don't just hear; they're sitting there fucking listening to her, <laughs> and they're just enraptured. Yes, they're like, they, and they continue to listen. Fuck. And I guess that. And then, and I guess that's when they devise their little plans. They're so, like, "Oh shit! Like, I guess this is gonna suck for her. Let's do something." Yeah. So from that one thing, from that one moment. In that in that ten minutes of time, which is really like two minutes of time, they've all decided now. Let's change everything. Yes, and yes. and also it's like we we didn't realize that this is the situation she was going to be in. I mean, her fucking dad went through it. That was the whole purpose of the first show. Oh, I found that to be interesting that he had no clue. He's just like, you know, you're right. Your your husband died. Don't ask me. <laughs> It's true. Can we stop for a second? Because we haven't even acknowledged that that Jesse has and, and Rebecca have two ridiculous sons. Oh, that's right. And it's the actors that actually played those stupid twins. And they're fucking surfer dudes. <laughs> so bad. They're just stereotypes. They're just dumb California surfers. Fucking, uh, they're like, Mom, Dad, we're going to open a taco truck. You just need to get us the truck and the tacos, dude. <laughs> we have no money, so pay for it. We're going to live with you, <laughs> Mom and Dad. Oh, God. And they're Anyways. doing they're doing helium balloon voices like that's a joke. It's terrible, terrible, terrible. I'm terrible. glad that Funny. you brought that up. I, yes, I, I'm, I'm I'm glad that I did. That I, that I, yeah, see, I do serve a purpose on the show. <laughs> yes. Um. So, DJ comes downstairs from her meltdown, and now, right now, it's like the adults, like again, yeah. like the Danny, Jesse, and Joey are like, we're we're gonna change everything. We're just going to stop everything. We're all just going to move back in here. And then this is kind of like the big moment where it's like, no, no, no. Stephanie decides to step up. She's like, she was all about to go to Brazil. (laughs) Just again, obnoxious, right? She, she, she gets a notification on her phone earlier in the show. And she's like, oh, great. My upgrade on my Brazil tickets are, are, have gone through. Shut up. Stop bragging. It's like one of those people that just talks about where they go all the time. All the time. Yep. Uh, so she, uh, uh, so she's like, I'm gonna stay. And then Kimmy Gibbler, who happens to be in the house at the same time, is like, I'm moving in too. Just like that. Just like that. And Danny's like, you can have the house. 
He just gives her the house. Not only that, that. he says, I'm taking the house off the market. You may have it. And then they leave. Well, they don't leave right away, but they're basically like, we're going to just go now. It's just bye. See you later. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So the, the uh, the two women step up to help their friend. And uh, they're all in the living room, and it's, I guess, kind of a happy ending to, and, and adventures to come. Well, course. I was happy it was over. Oh, but also, uh, DJ tells her middle son that he can have the dog, and he exclaims, I'm going to be a doggy daddy. Oh, I, you know, just, just bad. <laughs> and then, the this is where they do the flashback. The baby's crying. Yep. So they bring the original characters together to to sing the Flintstones. That fucking Flintstone song. And Just then, like first episode of the first part of the first incarnation of this. And then they side by side it. They side by side the scene from the pilot Ugh. where they sing the Flintstone song to Michelle, which was outdated 30 years ago. Yes. And so they do it again cuz that's their solution, right? Yep. And they have to do the same like chore- choreography, the same you know, who sings what. Well, they remember it. 30 years later, they remember that scene. Yes. They remember it, and they, you know, um, they will never forget the time that they that they, uh, that they they were able to uh, sing that song to that baby once. <laughs> and then uh, that's the end of the, the pilot episode, and more adventures are to come. Did you uh, watch any more? I did. You did. I'm looking through the... I, I, while we were talking, I'm looking through the uh, episode synopses, and oh my god, they look terrible. I'll give you a couple of quick things. Just just to keep sticking that dagger in your your wound. Yep. The older son takes to calling himself Jay Money. Oh no. <laughs> yes. Oh no. The thing about that that's funny is that he does it, but it's like, it's they've taped this all and they've stuck it all on at one time, right? It's yep. not like you kind of tried it and then it took off, and so you stick with it. Yep. They're just like at some point they're like he's we're gonna start call he's gonna start calling himself J Money. <sighs> uh, Stephanie. Uh, Stephanie uh, takes a trip with her friend, an impromptu trip with her friend to Coachella. Of course. Where a so famous cool. where a famous <laughs> where a famous DJ on the main stage uh is unable to perform. So Stephanie takes over the set and does a DJ set at the main stage at Coachella. And do they show anything that it's like or no? Uh they show crowd shots and then they show her and then she takes a video call from her uh from the middle child again who is uh doing trombone practice for a recital. And he oh, plays, and he plays the trombone on the video screen at Coachella, and they play dance music over it. Oh fuck's sake! This is a real thing. That oh happened. my god! Um, that's about the big ones that I can remember. There's this not show, much to it. This show was fucking nerdy and terrible previously, and it's it's just amped up even more. And it just shows how out of touch these writers are. It's um. I mean, it's, I don't even know, like, it's, it's the same, but it's not the same. And yeah. it, I mean, you know, it doesn't work now. Um, yep. Like, it just, it doesn't. Also, like, this show is, I mean, I'm sorry if this is generalizing, but this, this show is written for, like, uh, girls who watched Full House. Yeah. Like, that's, that's. There's nothing wrong with that. No, there's nothing. And again, I, I, um, 
there was a lot bad about it. I I didn't feel the same like hatred for the whole thing as you did. Yeah, for sure. I just... I, I didn't think it was good, but uh, but you watch it and it's like, well, like you know, there are multiple like '80s flashbacks, like Dirty Dancing and New Kids uh... on the Block, and you know all that shit, right? Because yep. that's who these 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 girls were, and so that's what you're appealing to as your audience now. Yep, people who want to see that stuff, and I agree. You know what? I don't. I'm not the kind of person who's like. I can't believe people like this and I hate it and everybody should think like I do. Like like a lot of people do. Because I don't really care. If you like it, great. But I thought it was fucking terrible. It, there was some bad stuff. The writing is lazy. It's really lazy. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and again, it's because it's like, okay, we know we know that we have a free pass on, on a lot of this for now. Because we can make all these, like, you know, campy jokes to the, to the past. Like, when Joey does the cut it out and everyone applauds, it's like, really? Like, that's what you've been waiting for? Yeah, I know, right? Oh, God. It's like, oh, I hope he says it. (laughs) Well, and you know, the funny thing is, though, is that you don't make a show like that today. This is like the only show that could do this. Of course. That could pull this off in any way. But of course, it's Netflix, so you'll never really know. You'll never really know how how well it's doing. And uh, whatever. It is what it is. It exists. It's too bad, but it exists. (laughs) So should we go on to the other? There you go. Let's go on to the other thing. This this is I, I this is one that I when we started doing this show I was like one day we will review this episode. Yep. Oh yes. I, I actually did a live tweet of this once upon a time. So this is Saved by the Bell. Yep. We're going to review season three, episode nine. The episode is called Jesse's Song. Saved yes. by the Bell Saved by the Bell was a show on NBC. It was a Saturday morning show. It was a late Saturday morning. It was like 10, 30, 11. Yep. So you had all the cartoons. Yep. Then you got the wrestling. Yep. Then you got the, you know, the teenage show. Okay. So for me, now this was in my fucking wheelhouse. Yep. Because we're talking 1989. I'm like 12. And it's Saturday morning and it's not a cartoon. And it's about fucking teenagers at a, at a high school. And, you know, I, 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 I watch, you know, I maybe watch a couple cursory cartoons because, you know, I still, you know, still enjoy them. Yeah. Then I watch a little bit of uh, uh, America's Top Ten. Yes. Watch some of the some of the hot music videos. And then you get some Saved by the Bell and then, you know, some some cavalcade mixed oh, in there. And some NBA Jam. Yep. Abs- oh, with Von Rashad. Yep. Yes. Oh, God. Saturday mornings were the best. So... This is a show I watched. Okay. And and yes, yeah, Saved by the Bell is terrible. So and the I idea go- again for those of you that haven't seen it, it's a high school in California. Yep. There are six main characters: three guys, three girls. Yep. Um, there's the, on the guy's side. There's Zach, the the cool like surfer guy. The Sla- main character. The main character. Slater's the jock. Yep. Screech is the nerd. Yep. Uh, Kelly Kapowski is the all-American cheerleader girl. Jesse's yep. the brain. Lisa's the fashionista. <laughs> yeah, there you go. They have a principal. He's a, he's a goofy, like, you know, stuck in the, whatever his time period was, uh, Richard Belding. 50s and 60s, yeah. Mr. Belding. They hang out at, uh, they hang out at school. They hang out at this diner. Yep. It's basically all you need to know. The, the teachers are all stereotypes and nerds. Everybody in this school is, an, is a stereotype. Aside yeah, from the, the, even the main characters are stereotypes. Yeah, but the six, awesome. of, the six of them have so, a little bit of depth, but not too much. And everybody yeah. else in the school is like a stereotype. That's that's all so, they are. The hypocrisy 
that I am showcasing tonight on this podcast is amazing. Yeah? Because I'm all about, I love the stereotypes and Saved by the Bell, but I can't stand them in Full House. Of course. So anyway. Uh, so uh, anyways, this is Jesse's song, and uh, it is famous because it's one of those like very special episodes. It's a very special episode of Saved by the Bell. Yeah, and by very special, of course, that means that we're going to deal with some serious subject matter. Exactly. Over the this course might of have a, a disclaimer at the start on Saturday morning. Yes. I don't recall, but I, I did see this on Saturday morning. Um, I'm also going to point out as we go through this, when we go do like classic, like if you were to do a Save by the Bell drinking game. Yep. What 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 would be a Save by the Bell drinking game thing? Oh, God. There'd be so many good things. So I mean, number one. breaks the fourth wall. Exa- and so I put uh, the first scene is in a classroom. Uh, Zach walks in and he monologues to the camera right away. Right out of the gate. <laughs> yep. So Zach narrates. He can. He's got special powers. He can. He can. He talks to the audience. He breaks the fourth wall. He can stop time, which he does not do in this episode. I. I was very sad. Yes. But uh, he comes in and it's uh, test time, and he's going to do well on the test because he's going to sit next to the nerds. That's that's how you do it, apparently. And then he sits next to nerds. It's next to and he cheats. Yep, it's true. Uh, so that's the first. Uh, that's the first scene. Then they're in the max. So the max is like this diner. That's apparently like right next to the school. And they all go to it all they the all time. Has to be like a, it's like a, it's seemingly attached to the school. I, I get. The I thought the bleats there for God's sake. For a while, I thought it was the cafeteria. <laughs> so did I. So for some reason. The girls decide that they're going to play Pointer Sisters on the jukebox. So here's, again, it's the same thing with Full House. And if you go back to, and not so much Fuller House, but you go back to Full House. And what is it with, like, the baby boomers who wrote these shows? Where it's like they just they just can't get, like, hip to what's actually going on. <laughs> these girls in 1990? 90, okay, 91, something like Pointer that. Pointer Sisters fucking song? They're, like, really into it from, like, what, 1984? Yes. Like, when they were, like, six? Come on. <laughs> so they play this Pointer Sisters song, and and then... I'm not, so excited. Not only, do they, not only do they play it, but the three of them get... They sing it. Yes. They almost do a little, like, little, like, uh, air band performance. Yeah. Now, was there music involved? There was the, the music from the it's jukebox. The jukebox. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Good. So now, when this happens, just from this impromptu, the girls decide to sing. Zach, who's sitting there, he just happens to have a friend's dad who's a record producer. Of course he does. He's like, you know what? I have a friend's dad, and he's a record producer, and he should listen to you. Because they're so good, singing Pointer Sisters. Just out of nowhere. He's just like, he's never thought of this before. Like, <laughs> these, are his, these are his best friends. Yeah. And they just didn't, they didn't know. Nobody knew. He's like, you know what? <laughs> Guess what, guys? I just remembered this by the, major plot point. Uh, by the way, off to the side, uh, as a side note that I wrote next to this, I just wrote Screech's pants. <laughs> so. Okay, Screech, Screech's outfits throughout this whole show and the whole series, ridiculous. Such an over-the-top fucking dork. Yes. Basically, he would always wear like what, basically what you would call pajama pants. Yes. You know, colorful kind of baggy pants with a usually a t-shirt tucked into them. And like a rayon shirt with all sorts of wacky designs on it. Yes. So, uh, anyways, uh, then Screech uh, is eating with them. And everyone's just mean to him. 
Yeah, they're terrible. They say that they're going to dunk his head in coffee and flush him down the toilet. <laughs> like, such awful people. I mean, he's a dork, but they're all just super mean to him. Yeah. So, um, the girls are kind of like, you know, Zach makes this offer and the girls are like, ah, we just do it for fun. But Zach's going to be, but Zach's like, no, no, no. Right? Like, he's like, no, we're going to, we're going to, uh, we're going to, we're going to make this happen. That's what he they, decides. Make him famous. We're going to make them famous. Yeah. So he's like, we got to get, we got to get a recording of this. <laughs> so we do a uh, classic. This is another drinking one. Yep. Dress Screech like a woman and sneak him into the women's washroom. It's terrible. So- oh my God. He's got these <laughs> giant tits. And it's clearly fucking screech. <laughs> the girl. How dumb are these girls? The girls are changing in, in the washroom. Screech comes in and she and and he's dressed up as a, uh, a cleaning woman. I don't care. You that kid would be fucking expelled. <laughs> Speaking with an Irish accent and saying his name is Sinead O'Connor. <sighs> but then these girls, not only do they not notice that it's Screech, it's so clearly Screech. But then Screech tricks them into singing. Of I'm course, so, I'm so sing. excited. Yep, and he records it. So he's like. You know, when I'm stressed out, I like to sing. So the girls are like, that's a good idea. Let's sing Pointer Sisters. And he's like, sing it into the broom like it's a mic. <sighs> this really happened. Yeah, I know. and I'm, It's just terrible. So later on, Zach reveals to Jesse. And Jesse's like the activist. Like now remember, all- what we haven't talked about is that Jesse, of course, has been, is, is struggling um with all her studying right like yeah. we, we missed that whole part where she's drinking a lot of coffee so jesse is the smart one and she wants to go to uh stanford yes she does and uh she's always been like the studious one so now it's midterm time and she's really like struggling with uh, i think it's geometry yep so she's drinking coffee and she's trying to like stay alert so that she can get the grades because she needs the grades right yeah, I don't know what grade they're in, to uh, be honest with you. They're in either 10 or 11 at this point. Well, you know, that one C she got on that test is going to make a difference. Yeah, and then... Two there, years down the fucking line. And then there's a scene where she's sitting at the max, and she's sitting at the table with the principal. I know! And the dude's eating God knows what. He's eating, And then he's <laughs> like... Fucking and then he's like, Stanford? I could never get into Stanford. I'm the principal. <laughs> And they're just hanging out. Yep. Chatting. So imagine. So Zach, uh, like a high school principal. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So Zach tells Jesse that uh, he's like, uh, I recorded you guys in the bathroom singing when we snuck Screech in there, and Jesse's basically like, "Cool." What the fuck? She's all initially. She's like, "That's an invasion of our privacy." But then he's like, "Well, my friend's dad liked it. Okay, it's cool." Terrible. Um. Terrible. So uh, Slater comes over to help Jesse study. Why Slater would be the guy that you would go to? <laughs> no idea. The dumbest of all of them. <laughs> and he walks in and he's got the fucking high-waisted acid wash jeans on. <laughs> Just the, the fucking tiny mullet. <laughs> Amazing. Damn AC Slater. But those dreamy dimples, right? Well, yeah. I mean, Mario Lopez, he's a good-looking kid. Of course. So, uh, Jesse reveals that she's like, well, I got, I got the key to staying alert. I have. Caffeine. Of course, this is the one episode where he's kind of a smart guy. 
I don't know where this comes from, but usually he's a dumb jock. Like, really dumb. Yes. But all of a sudden, he's the smart guy in this episode. It's ridiculous. So he needs to leave because it's late, and she's like, well, I have uh, caffeine pills. Ooh. And it's like, ooh. And, and, and Jesse's like, these, or um, Slater's like, these are drugs, Jesse. Yeah. And she's like, well, you can get them over the counter, so come on. Well, she's right. And again, like, you know, we're, we're doing Saturday morning here, so the drugs have to be something tame. Yeah, because you're, like, you're not the Fresh Prince. <laughs> no. Who's taking speed, right? No. Well, it wasn't him. It was Carlton. But, you know, when you get on, when you get in primetime, they're doing speed. Saturday morning, she's taking <laughs> caffeine pills. Yes. Yes. Awesome. So, uh, Jesse is all worried about failing. So, she has another uh, Saved by the Bell drinking thing. A dream sequence. Yes. Where she is stuck at Surf University. <laughs> Terrible. And Zach is the king. And he's got ladies in bikinis. See, that's okay. A teenager hanging out with girls hanging all off of him in fucking bikinis. Well. But, you know, we can't have a real episode about drugs. It's got to be a caffeine pills. Yes. But anyway, yes. I digress. Still awesome. So, so Jesse's feeling the pressure about this test. And now Kelly and Lisa are putting pressure on her to try to get this record deal that they've known about for three days. Yeah. <laughs> They're so psyched. Like a few days ago, this didn't exist, and now it's the most important thing in the world. Yes. <laughs> it's like, and it's like, we have to do this now. Like, what? There's like, all of a sudden, there's urgency to this because Zach just happened to remember something. He's like, listen, now we got to make a music video. Yes. I, I don't know why. And. They have to have a name. Yes, they do. So, like the title of this episode, they've decided that their name is Hot Sunday. <laughs> I don't fucking get, honestly. I don't understand, but okay. So they're Hot like Sunday. So they're like, okay, the tape worked, but now they want to see a video. Yes. My dad, my dad's, my friend, friend's dad wants to see a video now. Yep. So Zach shoots this fucking video. I, I don't know what uh, did they rent a gym like where I, this, yeah this might be the greatest moment in the whole series this video I mean okay I maybe I won't go as far as to describe the girls outfits as totally inappropriate but they're wearing well, I don't yeah know. they're pretty bad like they're they're wearing full jumpsuits yeah, but they, they're aerobics outfits they're wearing aerobics outfits but they kind of have like the the the, the thong style they got to the, the thong cut at the back <laughs> you know, I, on the bottom, which is like I don't know, like it's a kids' show, right? But the song, so they, they're 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 singing to their. I guess it's an original. I think so. I think this song is an original. I found some of the um the, the lyrics. Oh, you know the message that I'm sending to you. You can do what you want to do. A little work never hurt no one. It's the only way to get things done. <laughs> and they're doing aerobics. <laughs> yes, and they then are. there's a chorus. Put your mind to it. Go for it. You're going to break a sweat. Rock and roll. You ain't seen nothing yet. Mind to it. Go for it. You're going to break a sweat. Rock and roll. You ain't seen nothing yet. Uh, if you... Let's see here. Oh, here. There's more. Hold on here. Three, six, one, two, yes! three, one, two, three, six. Play it all the way through. Lisa does like this awesome uh, cartwheel at the start. So good. They're rolling around on the ground. 
doing aerobics and lifting weights? Uh, right now, they're just doing a dance sequence, looking at themselves in a mirror. Yep. And uh, these outfits, man. Like. Oh, hey, I like these outfits in 1990 or whenever the fuck it was. Lots of fluorescent too, right? Oh yes. Now they're now they're doing a sequence where they're jumping on those little like those little mini trampolines. Yep. And the editing is amazing because it's like it's like an old aerobics video with all sorts of overlays and. And like 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 they do the cameras like slow motion shit. Oh, and they do like now they're doing a part where they're showing a wide shot of all three of them dancing, yeah. but then there's like this overlay of just each of them individually of their like, faces of their faces singing. Awesome. Yeah. So, anyways, it's amazing. It's so good. Yeah. And then it gets then it turns into like a love song, not the music, but all the lyrics turn into being about love and being with someone and whatever. Yeah, it's, it's utterly confusing. But they shoot this video, I guess, in one night. Like Zach just shoots it, and they're all in different. They have different outfits, uh, and and they go from different varying levels of of of, of being scantily clad. <laughs> yes. Kelly ends up in like a, a crop top type thing. And, Always, of course, and uh, you know different hairstyles, and it's uh, it's pretty kind of it's it's kind of creepy. I guess Zach just filmed it. Yeah, it's well edited. I don't know where, like, where's their editing room? I don't know, but my favorite is when they start pumping the pumping the iron. <laughs> that's when right. When Lisa starts pulling on the whatever weights. Yeah, There's that's... no weights to be seen, real. Well, no, you can see the weights, but but they're really low, and it just doesn't make much sense. So we get back to uh, school the next day, and uh, Jesse's still kind of all amped up, and yep. uh, Slater's talking to her, and he needs to borrow a pen. Yeah. So he goes into her bag and he pulls out the caffeine pills. Yes. And he's like, Jesse, you're still doing these pills. And she fucking loses her shit on him. Yeah. And so then, She's and actually that's when they go to commercial. She shits on him and they kind of fade to commercial. Yep. And when they come back, now like Jesse's all super coked out. <laughs> I know, it's like crazy how these caffeine pills do to her. Yeah, like she's fucking nuts. Uh, losing her shit. Like, she's ready. She goes in for the test, right? Yep. And uh, she's yelling out, like, answers, and she writes the test. And, of course, she's all, like, furiously writing on the paper, and she finishes the test way before everyone else and is just, like... Because, yeah. you know, the, the pills, right? You yeah, can't, well, you, can't, you can't just subtly show it. Like, you have to be totally over the top, which it's Saturday morning, so fine, right? Yep. So Slater decides that he's got to tell somebody. Yep. So he goes to Zach. Well, of course. To tell him, like, I'm really worried about Jesse. Like, this is serious. Like, what am I going to do? Zach all shits on him. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Well, because he's an asshole. Zach's like, that's my friend, man. She's not <laughs> doing that. Like, what a dink. Yeah, Zach's got his eye on, on the Monday. <laughs> that can come from Hot Sunday. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So now, uh, after the test is done... Uh, this producer, the video is not enough. Now, now this this producer's like, well, now I want to see them live. I, I guess so. And so, well, where you know, I'm a, music, a successful music producer without doing his due diligence. So, where is he gonna see them live? Like, where he's like, you know what, we we got to do this live performance at the Max. Of course. Let's just go to the cafeteria. Yep. And uh, and we'll watch the girls do a live performance. Yes. So they practice, right? Yep. And, and Jesse's all ridiculous and hyped up, and it's over the top and amazing. 
And then um, they kind of show the very last scene where she's like, yeah, we're going to do it. Woo! And then they kind of do a fade to a new scene. And now in the new scene, she's actually crashed on her bed. Crashed on her bed. They're in her bedroom. She's fast asleep. Yep. So Zach comes in and he's fucking looking fancy. Oh, yeah. I mean, Zach, yeah. I mean, you know what? That dude That dude should be your manager. The way he, you know, nice little suit. That's a slick looking motherfucker. <laughs> That's right. So he comes in and Jesse's fast asleep. So he wakes her up. And she's all fucked up. Like, she doesn't know where she is, if she's written the test. Yeah. And he's like, no, no, you wrote the test. We're going to go sing. And she's like, I need the costume. And he's like, it's all taken care of. And uh, he's like, you know, you know, we got time. And this is where, it, this is like the famous line that people remember yep. from Saved by the Bell. So she screams like, "I, you know, there's no time. There's never any time. And then she <laughs> fucking sings that Pointer Sisters song. Yeah, <laughs> best scene. I, actually, I'm gonna find it because you know what? You gotta find it. You know, it's so easy to find. Yep. I'm so excited, and of course, right away, it's like I'm so excited. Say it by the bell. Of course. Uh, here we go. All right. Maybe hopefully there's no ad. Nope. I need them. Jesse, give me those. I need them back. I have to sing. Jesse, you can't sing tonight. Yes, I can. I'm. <laughs> By the way, she's been taking caffeine pills for like 24 hours. Yeah. <laughs> not like a fucking junkie. <laughs> so scared for her life. She had so many things to worry about. A test and to sing a song. Well, and again, like... Let it, me tell you about fucking stress. If that's what stresses you out... Well, well, I mean, again, like this music career, the thing that they've been excited about for a week... Yeah, not even. You know? Like, yeah. again, it's just like, you know what? <laughs> Zach's like, you know, this friend who I've had and that I've just mentioned, clock's ticking now. <laughs> <laughs> like, if this, your dream that you haven't had your whole life is going to be dashed. <laughs> yes. Because if you don't take advantage of it now. I can't do it. Because, you know, it, it really shouldn't matter that much. <laughs> you know? Like, it really shouldn't matter that much to you. Like, don't you, isn't it you want to go to Stanford? Like since when is this now your dream? Exactly. But anyway, okay. So so Zach she's so Zach scared because she, she's she's all fucking pilled out. <laughs> and Zach Zach hugs her and is calming her down by telling a story about how they went to see ET. Yeah. And they were riding their bikes afterwards, and they were scared. Well, you know, fucking ET, you was scary. <laughs> I know it. I was scared of ET too. <laughs> and you know, if I ever get hooked on caffeine pills. I will have to remember that and then be like, you know, if life's not that scary. <laughs> so here's another Saved by the Bell drinking thing. Go back to the max and the performance has to go on, right? Of course it does. So first of all, Lisa pops up and she's doing her part. Then Kelly pops up and she does her part. And Jesse's part is replaced by who? Fucking Screech. Screech. Terrible. They put Screech in. So, yeah, Screech replacing a girl in uh, in something goofy. And he's terrible. Well, yeah, because he's... Of course. And I guess and they don't get the get the gig or whatever the fuck. Well, and then they have to, like, you know, apologize to the producer who's now come out. And I guess he's been, you know, he's like, let's this hot Sunday, we're close. Yeah. But, but uh, not more. 
you know, you blew it. You blew your performance at the max. Yeah. So that's it. Like, they couldn't say, like, you know what, one of them's sick. Nope. Nope. One of them's addicted to drugs already. All over. And this is what caffeine pills do. They don't just affect you. They affect your friends who wanted a record deal. That's right. So so then uh, after this is done, they all head over to Jesse's. Mm-hmm. And Jesse's like, yeah, I got a real problem. Going to a counselor. For the last couple days. On, now, honestly, pills. again, like never having suffered through drug, drug addiction, maybe, uh, you know, I don't know as much as I should. But I'm going to say this no. anyways. I think Jesse needs counseling, but not for the fucking drugs. No, no, not at all. <laughs> you know, it's just more so like, you know what? Like, you need to calm down about some shit going on in your life. You got some anxiety issues. Yeah, pretty much, right? <laughs> exactly. So they are at her place. She's like, yeah, I'm going to fucking uh, go to a counselor. And then they all apologize to, to Slater. <laughs> Zach's like, I got to apologize too, my man. And he's all, that's all right, preppy. <laughs> And um, I think that's it. That is exactly it. It ends. It ends. That very special episode of Saved by the Bell. You know, they never, they never follow up. Like, if this was Degrassi, you know, they wouldn't do an episode with Jesse going to therapy. But, like, a couple of episodes later, they'd be like, so, uh, therapy. Yeah. How's that going? Or, you know, they'd bring it up uh, after, after smoking weed. <laughs> but in, in, that, in, the, in the best, in my favorite. Uh, gif that you post is the is the is the kind of like intercut scenes of that fucking Jack with the with Melanie the smoking weed. <laughs> the best Melanie, eh? Yeah. yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah, but uh, again, you can't compare those two shows. Just such difference in quality. No, it's just in Saved by the Bell. You have everything happens in its own singular space. Yeah. I remember an episode where Zach is running a teen hotline. <laughs> And yeah. and sets up a date with this girl on the teen hotline. And then he meets her, and then she's in a wheelchair. <laughs> so so he, you know, he's all fucked and fucking freaked out about it. But then, you know, in the end, he learns and... He learns a lesson. He learns a lesson, and they're going to go out again, and everything's cool. And then the next episode, she's just not seen ever again. It's like it's like when, the, when they had the contract disputes... And uh, and and uh, the the like uh, Berkeley and Thiessen like held out, and they brought in fucking Tori. Yes, <laughs> and she's in the show for like what six, four or five episodes, and then just disappears. Well, the weird thing, the weird thing is, the season before that they fucking graduated, and then the <laughs> next season they're in high school again, and Tori's there. <laughs> so good. And then they graduate again. So I don't know. Oh God, oh, it's so good. You know, so I... good. Nerds come and go. Well, you know, uh, what's I her like name? When they find my favorite is when they find fucking oil under the school. <laughs> <laughs> they find oil. They find oil under the school, and they're like, "We're going to be rich." Except that Zach has a pet duck that dies. <laughs> he actually walks into the school holding the fucking oil covered duck. Terrible. That's all dead, and they're like, "You know what? This oil isn't worth it." <laughs> it's not worth it. You know. Like that, oh, Jesus. it's just like, I, hey, the school could have been rich. It's true, right? <laughs> um, there, you know, there's there's those episodes where Tori Spelling's a nerd that's uh Screech's girlfriend, yep, and so, just disappears. 
Yeah, she's just Screech on. Has a, Screech has a fucking robot. Oh god, a robot named Kevin. <laughs> by the way, Zach. Now that we're now, just some quick hits on Save by the Bell. I love it. Um, Zach has a full life-size cardboard cutout of Kelly Kapowski in his bedroom. What the fuck is that? <laughs> in a bathing suit. <laughs> what a fucking sleaze. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, that's that's bizarre. And it's just it's just okay. It's like, ah, that, that's just Zach. <laughs> it's like, Zach's being Zach, right? Oh, God. Yeah, um, and then, uh, yeah, he ends up going out with Kelly, and then she dumps him for this college guy who then cheats on her. Yep. So, yeah, there's that. Um, God, there's a lot. I mean, there's, there's a lot. So oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's, um, I mean, we can, we, can, we can review other shows. That one with the teen hotline is amazing. It's just like, we're, oh, yeah. we're going to start at the teen line. There you go. Just you like know. that. And because it's Bayside, it's just always those six who are involved. Well, and sometimes they'll have, like, again, they'll throw in, like, I think there's a guy, I, I forget his name. I think it's, like, Bull. Yeah. Who's the big dumb jock? Of course, he's, he's like in Moose. Later. Yeah, he's like Moose. And then there's the you know they'll have the occasional nerd and but ah, if, but well, if there, but there, if there's anybody with substance aside from the main characters, they get one episode. Oh yeah, tops. And, and half then an gone. episode and they're gone, just disappeared. Saved by the Bell. You know, I used to watch uh, another show. I watched. I never, I could never find fucking guys next door. I never watched that. Fuck. They were like a singing group. And then, of course, there's California Dreams. Oh, God, another, yeah. Another, another rock group. Well, and then, of course, there's The Rockets. Yep. <laughs> which, was the Winnip- which is a Winnipeg show about a rock band. Oh, God. Um, one show that we're going to have to review sometime in the next few episodes. Yeah. And I don't know how we do this because you can't really do one. You have to do a sequence of them is Ghost Rider. I think we have to take a, a Ghost Rider four episode or is it six episode arc i think it's like five it's four it's five. or five five because it's it's a week's worth of shows oh that's gonna be tough that is gonna be tough i think but we... it'd be so many so many good things it's got to be early ghost rider but not i don't know if it has to be like fabdo ghost rider that might be a little too early well it's like we have to do the one with the original gabby we have to do original gabby but like calvin's got to be involved <laughs> and they don't you know? bring and is it before hector the kid who can't read yeah, no, I don't want Hector, but that's the thing. You got to find a good one. Like, I'd love to do, like, fucking Stoop Dude. Like, that'd be great. Stoop Dude, shit. Okay, well, if you yeah, can find it. We'll figure it out. We'll get to Ghost Rider. Don't worry. I know our listeners out there, as soon as we said Ghost Rider, are like, yes. Yes, you got to do Ghost Rider. What I've been waiting for. Now, every week, they're going to be like, is this the Ghost Rider episode? Please. <laughs> <sighs> so, anyways, uh, where's That's my... it. Yeah, here we go. So just some mellow stuff to, to, to close it out. Oh, there's been a lot of angst. Right. <laughs> nice. So uh, this has been the Mezzanine Sleepover. It has. With, uh, your two sexy hosts. <laughs> Everybody out there closing it out for the night. I hope you have uh, uh, sweet dreams. Yes, and uh, go watch these. Uh, go watch these episodes, or don't watch the Fuller House one. No, don't bother. If I'm you serious. like the nostalgia again, like I know you hate it, I say fucking try one of them and see what you think. But yeah, yeesh. And uh, the Saved by the Bell one, that 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 one's got to be seen. Oh, absolutely. And you know what? Both of them together will cost you less than forty minutes. So whatever. Yeah, make it happen. I am uh, your pal at Slip with five eyes. I'm also your pal at Megamix.com, all one word, and we will see you in a week. We'll see you in a week. Ready? Ready? Go!